joining us, one of our favorite contributors. I've done television shows with him. Uh, I've appeared up at his fly shop. He's been a quite often calls this radio show and always has tremendous information. Kirk Bean from Kirk's Fly Shop. Good morning, Kirk. Morning, Terry. Is it as beautiful up in Estes as it is down here today? Yeah, it's it's awesome up here. I would bet that with this warm weather, now it's going to change in the middle of next week, but right now, I would think the tailwaters of the Big Thompson have to be fishing fantastic. They are. It's uh, it's open maybe about three miles downstream right now, so not a lot open yet, but as it warms up here, I think we'll get a couple more miles opened up this week. That'll be fantastic. You know, you have another opportunity up there that it comes occasionally, and that's where the inlet comes into Lake Estes. Is that water available? That is. That's open pretty much from the water treatment plant to the lake. And that's another stretch that really can fish pretty well. Now, are you when you get those two areas are kind of different because one is fed by the treatment plant. Do you fish those differently? Do you use different techniques? We do, yeah. It seems like the inlet there, you can go a little bit bigger flies. You don't have to go quite as small. Um, the tailwater seems to be tinier stuff, little midges and stuff like that. When we get these different weather days, do you get any dry fly action at either place, or is it mostly just nymphing? No, both areas on a nice day, um, you'll get some midges coming off, and you can get them hit on top pretty good. You just got to go really tiny. Yeah, and going tiny doesn't lend itself. I love love to fish a dry dropper type rig, but that's difficult with midges, uh, isn't it? With uh, the tiny size of the flies, they don't support much. Right, right. So generally, even even if I'm uh, just fishing one of those little tiny midges, I'd I'd like to put a a bigger dry in front of it just so I can have an indication on where it's at and set the hook on anything that kind of bites around that fly rises. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more because I, with my old eyes, I, I, if I could throw a stone fly in a grasshopper all the time, I'd do a lot better. <laughs> right. Because I, I can see it so much better. But you really excel at fishing those small flies. You still using the same unweighted techniques down below in the tailwater? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of changed it up a little bit. I do more jig flies as my lead heavy fly, and it does, they don't seem to say... Um, snag up as much now explain what a jig fly is compared to a normal fly so a jig fly is the hook eye is just like a jig and then your um so your flat your hook will will float or will yeah float upward so it's not snagging on the bottom as a normal hook where the the bead is kind of uh in the middle of the hook and it just at the hook is, is down on the bottom and snags up a little bit more often. Yeah. And I find, too, with jig flies, sometimes you get a little better hook set in the top of the mouth, too, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I think that for sure. Yeah. Now, when you the jig flies, do you have a, an assortment of jig flies that represent uh, a number of different bugs? And um, are you buying little jigs and tying the flies? How are you, or are you just buying pre-made jig flies? I'm pretty much just buying pre-made jig flies. I tie some of them. Um, but yeah, there's an assortment in all like all the basic fly patterns like pheasant tail, hare's ear, stonefly imitations in the jigs. And then the one thing that you want to do with a jig fly is make sure you don't tie to the bend of the hook, or that kind of ruins the way that it rides. So 
if you're if you're going to do a dropper behind it, you want to tie directly to the eye, so that jig is going to um, have the same presentation as it would if it just was by itself. Now, do you sell jig flies at the store? We do. Yes. Okay, good. So people are coming up. Well, if people are coming up to fish the Big Thompson. They should stop at your store anyway. And if they're not getting a guide trip from you, they should at least get some information because you guys are fishing that river constantly. But do you expect this weather that's coming up in the middle of the week to change the fishing down in the Big Thompson much? Uh, no. Normally on a snowy day or a front coming in, it could really even get better. Yeah, you'll tend to get some different hatches and things, won't you? Yeah, yeah. If it's cloudy, it seems like you get a little bit better surface action than you than you do on a sunny day. Yeah, I, I agree. You get more hatches coming off. I think, I don't know, Mother Nature just wants to get us out there when it's not as comfortable, I think. Kirk, I want right. to change gears on you real quick. Um, you're going to be at the uh, Denver Fly Show this coming weekend, next weekend, I believe, right? Right. And you'll have a booth there. What are you speaking on at the at the fly at the fly show? I'll be talking about fly fishing in Rocky Mountain National Park and areas to go to. And that's really one of the mainstays of your operation, isn't it? It is. Yeah, in the summertime, that's probably our main area that we take people is up in the park. Park is really a draw. You know, I find the park is such a beautiful place. Now, until I started fishing with you, I. I kind of thought about it as the essence of fly fishing where you're in this beautiful place and it looks so incredible, but you catch a lot of little fish. Then I started hanging out with you and I started catching big fish up there. So you changed my view of the park, but there's such a variety of fishing up in that park, isn't there? There is. There is. There's some little small, small fish in some of the small streams and then there can be some bigger fish in the small streams kind of next to lakes and stuff where they can grow bigger. And even the alpine lakes themselves can be great, great fishing. But what time of the year do you start venturing into the park for fishing, typically? I know it'll... Yeah, there's kind of an early window in April that fish is pretty good, but then you kind of got to wait till after runoff. Um, I would say mid-June through October is my favorite time to fish the park. And you do um, other trips up there, including... Uh, backpacking and you take llamas describe all the things you offer for people going in the park yeah we do overnight llama pack overnight backpack um, trips up there we provide all the tent sleep bags all the meals and gear we do day trips to pretty much anywhere in the park um, and we even do hiking trips up there and that's you don't have to fish you can you you guide fishing trips as much as they want but it doesn't have to be a fishing trip. And one of the things, because you're um, you're permitted for the park, you don't have to go through the reservation system, right? Yeah, that's been really nice the last few years. Um, if you can't get couldn't get a reservation, you could just go with one of uh, our guides, and we can get you into those spots. And and it's almost a little nicer now with the reservation system. It's not quite as busy as it used to be in certain areas. Yeah, that's good. So you'll be talking about that at the fly show. Are you going to be there? I think the fly show is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Are you going to be there all three days? Yep, we'll be there. And you got your setup. Will you have your jig flies there? <laughs> no, they work too good. <laughs> we'll be selling right. discounted flies, so okay, for sure. But I'll, I'll probably all right. you. 
Yeah. All right, and you'll be talking there. So if people want to book a trip with you or they want to get some information. Oh, by the way, one last thing. Are you fishing the Colorado at all right now, or are you pretty much done with that till spring? Um, no, we haven't been on it lately. Uh, generally, we start kind of in March over there on the Colorado. Okay. So if people want to find you, tell them where your shops are located and how they find your operation. Yeah, we got one shop in Estes Park, right on Main Street, next to the Dairy Queen, and then one shop in Grand Lake, right on Main Street, next to the Dairy King. You like ice cream shops, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love ice cream. What's your What's your website? Uh, Kirksflyshop dot com. All right, my friend. We do need to. Uh, get back out in the water together one of these days. We haven't done it for far too long. That's for sure. I'd love to go. All right. Thanks, Kirk.